is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. All right, welcome everybody to Schaefer Baseball Report. It is Wednesday, day before Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I want to jump it in a day ahead. Impromptu so have, today, kind of. Well, yeah, I don't want, I, everything's been impromptu, right? Yeah. But I, I don't want to um I don't want to come in on Friday, do you? No. I don't no. want to come in on Saturday. What's well, Saturday? I don't want to come in on Sunday. <laughs> it was your golf days, huh? I'm thinking about not coming in on Monday either. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just trying to put it all like I'm in holiday mode. I'm in uh, yeah, my semi-retirement time. mode. Am I semi-retired? Or am yeah. I fully retired? Some You're days, semi. Some you days, said, some like, to like today, you were here at what, 5 a.m. vacuuming? It's like you text me, hey, can you bring me some food at 5 yeah. in the morning? I'm like, yeah. I'm let me get another hour of sleep. I'll be, yeah. I'll, I'll come back. About uh, Parker Shipman. Yeah. Another kid. So our 2023s, um, it's, it's pretty interesting that, uh, well, first of all, before we go there, I do want to talk about Parker. I want to mm-hmm. talk about the 2023 roster with, uh, with CBC and everybody's, you know, how everybody kind of talks out there about different things. But, um, uh, Donald Bennett, did you see the post this morning? Yeah, no cancer. No cancer. Or they didn't man. see any. That's great. They didn't see any. So that's uh, that's amazing. We have a really good friend uh, by the name of Donald Bennett. He coaches in a five-star organization. And we met Donald when Isaiah, who's pitching here at Queens now, um, was in the NTIS when we did Belmont yeah. Abbey that time, remember? Yeah, and Jack he was, was, he was with with us, and McDowell, McDowell called me and said, dude, you got to see this kid. You know who else we saw there was um, the, uh, the tall uh, – a tall kid that was at Charlotte Christian. Um, long, lanky. Oh, yeah. Uh, Clemson commit, right? Yeah, Clemson um, commit. God, what was his, Okay, I'm going to lose his name. His mom's Kimmy. Yeah, um, I, I, it's a brain fart. Yeah, it is. So we'll get it. It'll, it'll, pop, in, it'll pop into our heads. But we saw some good talent that year um, yeah. at the Belmont Abbey NTIS. But uh, I woke up this morning and I saw that text. It was early when I got up. I mean, I probably got up at 4. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to fall back asleep camp. And scrolling, and I see that 12 hours ago he posted it that there was uh, yeah. no cancer. That's great. You know, they didn't find any cancer. So that's it. He's been fighting, man. And um, he's the one, he's the type of guy that you, you would never, he, he doesn't want you to know. He doesn't want you to feel sorry for him. He doesn't want to do anything like that. So, um, you know, that's that's a that's a great gift before the day, day before Thanksgiving to, to see that. Good friend yep. and uh, advocate for kids in this game. He has spent a lot of his own money. Mm-hmm on kids um he's down the Fayetteville area and uh, we did it we did a an ntis down there remember that drive yeah that seemed like forever right we were yeah. on those country roads i didn't know where we were going yep and we didn't bring golf clubs no we didn't no what, was no. That, what were we thinking i still don't know to this day no but uh yeah that was down in the middle of uh middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and uh and we pulled that off so we're, we're really 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 happy for donald um parker shipman uh, another CBC kid. So our 2023 roster is basically everybody committed. Now Sam Johnson is going to make a commit next day or so. And I, I well, I want to tell you something for the families that are listening um, about this kid, Sam. And the, the, his decision is to go to a D1 program, which he's been offered, or go to a D3 program. And he's balancing the academics and the athletics to kind of figure out, uh, you know, what's the best scenario? He, he does have, you know, aspirations to be drafted, but he's also looking at, you know, what educational path is going to be best for him long-term in life. So it's, um, it's pretty interesting when a kid can, you know, is that mature, is going to sit back and make a decision because most kids will just go, well, I'm going D1, man, because if I don't go D1, you know, then everybody's going to think I'm something different. 
and uh, not the truth because we've seen Mitchell Salvino mm-hmm. that went to a D3 school, came out of came out of Charlotte Catholic four years ago at 6'1", 150 pounds. Four years later, 6'3", 205, right? Put the work in, put the time in, had because of COVID and the and a gifted year, he's got two more years of eligibility and he's going to go to an ACC school and play baseball yep. and go get a master's. So it's amazing. You know, people make decisions based on, on different things. And I, I hope the majority of people make the decisions based on their, their academics because the odds are not in the favor, right, of going to play professional baseball. The other part that, that's annoying is, you know, these kids – I feel like it's a scarlet letter not to go play at a certain level, you know, but you have to make a decision. Do I want to play this game as long as I possibly can play it? Or do I want to move on to something else? You made that decision. Mm-hmm. You know, how did that, how did you go through that process? Well, it all started with back injuries in high school. And I saw life outside of baseball at that yeah. time, whether it was with band, whether drumline, hanging out with friends, fishing, whatever. Yeah. And, I saw that live too. I was like, yeah, it's kind of nice having a little break from baseball because I was 24 7 nonstop. Right. And my mom being involved too. I was at the facility every day. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's what kind of was like, okay, I'm, I'm hurt. I'm tired. Had a lot of baseball. I think I want to just go just to have fun and enjoy college. But Did, you end up staying in the game. Always. Yeah. I never said, well, yeah, whether it was intramur- really in, intramurals, going to watch baseball yeah. up there. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, that, it still is my life. So. It's a big, it's a big, you're a big part of what we do here. So that's, uh, I'm glad, you know, I mean, it's different paths. So now MLB is going through what they're calling, uh, the trying to put together MLB university mm-hmm. right? for kids that like the game. Uh, maybe guys that are not going to go to the next level and play and, um, they can go into this virtual university and they can learn about, um, being a statistician, be a metrics guy, uh, be a groundskeeper, be a, you know, a, a broadcaster do anything along those lines so they're opening up more avenues inside the game because again if you love the game to me you know and you made a decision based on your health and and some other things it wasn't i think if you were healthy you probably would have yeah. just kept going yeah, right kept going. so but you know you make decisions based on you know what's what's ahead of you and um it, there, there's so much in this game you don't have to go away from the game yeah. you know i mean we get to see uh, you're, you're a great evaluator you know and that's that's just being around me for so long. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I just want to make sure you got that yeah. part right. Okay. Yeah. Just so we we know where that came from. Okay. Uh, your work ethic comes from your mom because I don't have any of that <laughs> when it comes to business. Baseball wise, right. I did. Business wise, I'm I'm semi retired. Remember? Yeah. Semi. Okay. Semi. Sometimes fully. Some some days fully. Yeah. Like the next five days. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably the next month and a half. Do <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we get back at it? Then we get back at it. But you got to you make these decisions based on 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 life, and you know a lot of kids just are going to make their decisions based on baseball, and that's not the right way to go. Yeah. Um. You know, I know we everybody puts in their energies and their efforts to be, you know, or hopefully get to that level. Um. So you got to make a decision. Do I want to play, or do I want to play baseball? Period. Like going forward at the college level, or do I? Am I only think I'm a certain level guy, and it's. Well, you know. we live in a world now. Everything's impulse. You go to Amazon. Oh, I like that. Um, I like that vacuum. I'm gonna buy it right now. Everything's impulse right now. Same thing with showcasing. Like you, you're you're looking for that one clip. Like we've always talked about. You're trying to just have play for that highlight reel. So yeah. so kids right now, it's like okay, they have a school on. They're like, oh, I'm just gonna bite without doing any research. Yeah. That could be the worst school for them. They could have no major. They could be that could be the wrong situation fully, but they'll still bite on that school. I think that's. 
that's where some people go into the kind of that whirlpool of whirlpool effect where they come full circle they they try and go to that school they get cut they come back and now like okay now i gotta start back over i think that's where we kind of are with the recruiting portal right now yeah the, the recruiting the recruiting we talk about it every week it's a big part of our show the recruiting process and we'll talk to steve huckey when we bring steve on um you know about the recruiting um the recruiting road at the D3 level, um, you know, what that looks like. And listen, we I, we know we have D1 guys going to play there. Mm-hmm. We, we know we have at least D1 in, in tools of the game, the certain tools of the game that they're, they're Division One type players. Um, I made a decision because I want to play baseball. I want to keep going. And uh, you know, what other guys that you had to realize, I don't care where, where you land or what you do, you're going to find a fraternity of brothers that – it's going to go on forever. I mean, it's, it's, it's every day. I mean, you yep. see, I have with, uh, you know, on text with all my guys from Maryland and these are guys that, you know, were years ahead of me, years behind me. And it's just a group of guys that just kind of stay in touch, do things. You've seen them at our gala mm-hmm. into our home play gala, which is, uh, which is very cool because they're supporting whatever. We, Probably the know, quietest table oh, out of any. Yeah. They yeah. Are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The, 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 yeah, the, the, I'll tell you what, those guys, right? It's funny, you know, you get on, you get on text and Twitter and you know we're all old and gray, mm-hmm. but when you're texting on Twitter and you're visualizing these guys, we're in high school yeah, or we're in college, you know, that, that to me, that's what they look like. I don't, I don't see them old and gray, uh, but no, then I don't see myself old and gray until I look in the mirror and I'm like, dude, you're old. Salt and pepper. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so to go back to the Parker Shipman, right? Uh, he's another one that had, many different opportunities um he had a division two program on him. he had a couple other d3s on him he had some uh some jucos on him he chose juco he's going to go down to brunswick and pitch for uh robbie allen mm-hmm. um who we had robbie allen on here a couple weeks ago and um you know he wants to work his way up to a d a d1 opportunity but he was smart enough to know that if i'm going to jump into a four-year program you know, it, it's probably not going to give me that that avenue. Now he's not he's not delusional. He's like I say, he knows he has to work to get get a chance, but he had to pick the path that was going to get him there. So you know, I, we talk to guys all the time, right? We talk to people all the time about where they think they can play or where they want to play. And um, again, it it goes down to just what we said before, Andrew. I mean, you got to choose. Do you want to play this game until they tell you you can't play anymore? Now I was fortunate. That was my mindset, right? I was fortunate to play until I was almost thirty five years old. Great. But I always kept telling myself because I spent eight and a half years in the minor leagues, you know, before I got to the big leagues. Yeah, no, it's like, listen, you know, till they tell me I can't wear this uniform and I can't play at this level anymore, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep grinding it out. I'm just going to just, you know, and and if if it if it ends in AAA or it ends somewhere like that, it was going to end there. You know, fortunately, it didn't, and I got time. And um, but that was my mindset. I love playing the game. I love the game. I want to be around the game. I love the people involved in the game. I love what the game gives us, the opportunities, all that other stuff. So, you know, you got to, you got to choose that path. And I'm telling you, once you get on the field and you get in the uniform, I've been at the big league. I've been at, I've been at every level and sent down, put it that way. I've been every level in the game. And well, you can't get sent down from rookie ball, but you know, rookie ball up from a ball from double a back to a ball from triple uh, a back to double a, uh, from the big leagues back to AAA, and then up and down all around. But every place I went, my mindset was, this is my big leagues, and that's how I have to go about it. This is how I have to play the game. This is what I want to do because I don't really think I want to do anything else. I didn't right. know what I wanted to do realistically. Can you imagine coming out of the game at 35 years old and not knowing what the heck you're going to do? Because you know nothing else? I really didn't want to know anything else. Right. You know, I didn't, I, I didn't put my energies into learning anything else. Right. And then 
you know, jumped into some different things with some people that were, were successful. I just got lucky there. But, you know, when it came back to it and, and I had other decisions to make after some of these other businesses, I went back to what made me happiest mm-hmm. and, uh, and ended up here. And now we're 20 years, almost 20 years into doing this. Is it almost, it's gotta be close to 20. No, no, not 15, about, about 15 to 16 years. Yeah. See, I shouldn't, good thing. I didn't take up math, right. No. I'd be a math teacher. That no. would like been bad with a lot of, a lot of people, but, um, you know, here we are back at doing what we're doing. That makes us happy. And we, we figure out how to make a living. Nobody's getting rich around here, Mm-mm. but we're, uh, we laugh every day. So you guys laugh at me every day. Yeah, I laugh at you. Yeah. Every day you laugh at me. Yeah, and then you laugh at us laughing at you. So everyone's everyone's laughing. So that means so everybody's laughing. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, a good time. Good. And then I go take a nap. Right? And then we laugh at you taking a nap. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Ab- absolutely outstanding. Outstanding. <laughs> so um before we bring up uh Steve Hucky, I want you to read that uh read that quote from from Coy James, 15 year old that won a gold medal uh with USA baseball. And um there are, in my opinion, um five uniforms that you that you have a chance to wear that have more meaning than anything else and this is up on the screen for everyone okay. to see so too. so one of the uniforms is going to be the very first uniform you, you get as a little league guy remember i mean you're putting it on and you're sleeping in it you're running around the house in it i mean you you had a baseball uniform and you were on a team yeah. cool right next one is going to be a high school uniform you know you've beat you know if you've moved through all the odds of all the all the little league teams all the little rec teams all that other stuff and now you're on a on a team that has some identity to mm-hmm. it as a high school player. Then it's your college uniform, right? If you're fortunate enough, if you're fortunate enough, you wear a professional baseball uniform. Mm-hmm. That would be four. The fifth is wearing USA. And that has a whole different vibe to it. And yeah. remember when we, so when we first got up with Steve Hockey, you know, one of the things he kept talking about was USA. I want to, I want to be on the USA. I want to wear the USA shirt. I want to be on the USA, you know, involved with USA. Uh, pretty special. So this kid, Coy James, who we saw three years ago, four years ago, maybe. I think it was three when he was 12, 12 years old. Okay, down in uh, down towards the beach, and yeah. um, you know, obviously he was different at that point. And uh, but for somebody his age to under to understand what it means to put this uniform on, and he's going to put on a lot of different uniforms. He's he's got a chance to put on all those uniforms. You know, the, he's definitely going to put on a college uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, he may even not even get to college and put on a pro uniform. Never know. It's you know it's possible. The kid's that good. Um, but this quote that's up, I want you to read that, Andrew. It was a great feeling to put on that jersey not only the first time, but every time we put them on in Mexico. It was surreal. Wearing those three letters across your chest and knowing that you're going against all the other countries and trying to be the best, there's nothing like it. So that's amazing, right? Yeah. I mean, not just, hey, I just put the uniform on and it's good. And then, you know, because in, in pro ball, you, you know, once you get to where you're going to get, it's your uniform, you put it on, it's your job. Yep. Okay. And you don't think about every day I get to put this uniform on. You know, it's not about, you know, a lot of times in pro ball, it's a selfish environment. It's about you right. moving, moving up or, you know, it's, it's your job making a living. This is a whole different vibe. This is, uh, you know, and for a 15-year-old kid to grab that and understand that, pretty impressive. So congratulations to you. We want gold in every single age this year. If if we get the WBC, Mm -hmm. that would be a full sweep. Yeah. Uh, It's never – well, I don't think a full sweep has ever happened regardless. Yeah. So getting the WBC That's a Quinella. You know what a Quinella is? No. That's when you pick four horses at the race and they come in the way that you want them. To come you in. know the most random stuff. I do. It's all it's all bathroom. It's all bathroom knowledge, man. Good it's amazing what you learn just sitting there. <laughs> That's it. You're Absolutely. interesting. Yep. So uh, 
<clears throat> so let's bring on. Why don't you uh, do the introduction and bring on bring on our our buddy Steve Hucky and uh, let everybody know what he's doing. He's part of our USA Baseball yeah. program and. Hucky played collegiately for two seasons at Ellsworth Community College before transferring to Coe College. To complete his playing career at Coe, Hucky was selected first team All-Midwest Conference, All-Region, team MVP, team captain, gold glove, and Mr. Hustle. Was he the only guy on the team? Yeah, he was. Okay. Yeah, okay. he was. All right. Sure. Uh, he, he joined the Brevard, ca- uh, Brevard coaching staff after 17 successful years as a head baseball coach at Rochester Community and Technical College in Rochester, Minnesota. Um, he holds a 353 and 306 and one career record uh, as as he served as Hucky served one season as a head baseball coach at the University of Wisconsin at River Falls. Dang, dude! How about that? That's pretty impressive. We should have read that a couple of years ago. I might have been more impressed with him. <laughs> hey, hey, how we doing? You good, know. Steve. Good. I don't think it takes much to impress you, though, Jeff. I... <laughs> no, well, look, look who's sitting next to him. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you know exactly. I know I that, know that, that's a good statement right there. That's that's a legit statement. So um, that that's impressive. That's an impressive journey, right? So if you had to go back and say there's there's one moment in that journey that's been more special than anyone else, which one would you say? Uh, well, I think when we uh, we swept – in the regional tournament to get to the national tournament back in 2011, it was, uh, it was pretty special. It was a pretty special group, um, that I had to, to get there. And, and, uh, um, it was, it, what was cool about it. There was 13 kids from Rochester, Minnesota. And that's the first time that that roster, my roster had that many kids from that, that area. So it was, it was pretty special because it really said a lot for what, you know, Rochester, Minnesota baseball and, and, uh, just you know how hard those kids work to get there. So yeah, it was pretty special. You know, we've been shocked. We went down to um, uh, a PG event, World Wood Bat. I don't probably five years ago, six years ago, and in our bracket was a team from Minnesota. And I kind of massaged the pitching staff to have our worst pitcher in the game, our worst pitcher on the roster, pitch against them. I'm like, these are hockey guys, those football guys, or something from Minnesota. They can't be any good. They shellacked us. I mean, they they beat the crap out of us. It was like, oh no, man, bad management, you know, bad <laughs> bad bad management. So, but you know, again, as you look at players from Canada up in that area, there's a lot of good baseball players that uh, that come out of there. You know, what's interesting about that is they 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 seem to be bigger and stronger. And I don't know if that's because you got to trade around in snow for so long and yeah. shovel driveways and do things like that. Meat and, and potatoes, uh, yeah. Right. The, yeah. But they, you know, a lot of them have grown up playing hockey, so they got great eye hand coordination. Um, and they just, they just have this mentality that's, uh, that's not, uh, it's not passive, you know, right. I mean, they're, they're, they're out there. The game is a tough kids. So, um, but, uh, so now you're, uh, you're an assistant at Brevard. And so how do you get from that area in Minnesota out to Brevard, North Carolina, up in the mountains? Ah, well, my wife had a, uh, a great uh, job opportunity down this area. And we, when we came to visit, we looked, I mean, we were kind of looking around a little bit and seeing where uh, might be a good location for us to reestablish ourselves. And, and uh, the, we kind of fell in love with it when we came down to the mountain area and, and uh, just saw the different looks. I mean, growing up around, you know, cornfields, hayfield and beanfields, you know, growing up on a farm in Iowa, it's, it's, it's God's country. Um, but this is pretty darn close to being right there with it. So I get to see the mountains every morning. It's pretty nice. 
So corn-fed women is really a, it's a real thing? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. So now, so this is, uh, so it's interesting, right? I mean, you come out of, I mean, it's it's not as cold as it is in Minnesota, but it is, you do have the uh, the winter up there. So it's mm-hmm. it's not that foreign to you as far as the, uh, the weather goes. And especially opening up, uh, you know, the season. Right. You know, I went up last year when you guys played uh, Washington and Lee, and yeah. um, I had my bubble. That bubble was unbelievable, but it was freaking cold, man. Yeah, and it was a gorgeous day that day too. I mean, it was perfect. Was no clouds, yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve, Steve's like, I was wearing shorts that day. What do you he was coach at third, you know. I mean, he, they beat up on Washington Lee, so he was windmilling the whole time, man. He was, he was, <laughs> yeah. he was keeping yeah. warm. I think about day. threw my shoulder on joint that day. He did. Yeah, he got away that, that many times. But uh, so we've had, we've had, um, we've had Division One head coaches here. We've had uh, recruiting coordinators. We've had um, JUCO guys, D two guys. Um, but we've never had a division three coach on our, on our podcast. So we kind of, we kind of cover, cover the gamut in terms of uh, our listeners and, and where these kids have the potential to go play. You know, we're big on the college and the high school side. We talk a little bit of pro ball from time to time. Um, not too much, but um, you know, we lock into this and try to bring information to the kids regarding next level, what it takes to get there, um, what people are looking for and, um, so why don't you give us a little bit of insight? First of all, you got here and you really didn't know anybody. Right. And then you got a new head coach that came into the area yep. that, uh, had to, uh, acquaint himself to a lot of, uh, a lot of people in the area. So why don't you give us uh, a little bit of how that process has uh, worked out for you? Yeah, well, you know, I guess they, it worked out really well. I mean, I, uh, um, you know, I'd applied for quite a few jobs and down here and of course no one know, knows who I am and, and they see my you know, my resume and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, we all know it takes someone that, you know, and uh, um, I just, I had a phone interview for um, at Brevard College, but they hired uh, Coach Victory, Mike Victory. And, and I had reached out and said to the AD, I said, you know what, I, I've been a head coach 18 years. I don't have to be a head coach. We're looking for an assistant. I'd love to be around, you know, I love the game and just want to be part of it and stay as much involved as I possibly can. And, told him to you know, just have him reach out to me. But then he reached out to me and, you know, asked me to come down and, and, uh, um, right away we, we hit it off really, really well. And, and, uh, same philosophy and the same type of desires to get the program going. And, and, uh, I was in a similar boat when I took over at Rochester, you know, we was coming off of some, uh, some seasons that weren't, uh, the best and the head coach was actually ended up being one of my best closest friends. He's, the head men's basketball coach there, but he was getting kind of worn too thin with men, multiple jobs. And, and, uh, um, I came in and we started turning the program around a little bit and, and, uh, starting to see. So I kind of knew, you know, when you turn a program around, what kind of takes, what to help, what helps and what you need to do. And I think Mike was, was appreciative of having someone who's been around, you know, 25 plus years and, and in the college game and, and, uh, um, he leaned on me a little bit in some things and how to handle some things, how to do some things. And, and uh, we got the program going on the right, right track. And I'm, I'm excited to see how far this is going to go. Well, that, that's good. So we um, obviously we're, we're appreciative of you because you got a few of our guys that are going up there. You've, you've, uh, you've been around us and then we told you about our guys and you were gracious enough to come watch them play. And I think they performed um as expected or better than expected, and uh, they're heading they're heading to Brevard. 
Yeah. Yeah. We're excited to have them. We're, uh, you know, those kids are going to be a good fits for us. And, and that's what we look for. We want kids one first to be a good fit. Um, we want them to want to come to Brevard college. We want them mm-hmm. to take advantage of, you know, our location and the size of the school that we are and, and, uh, you know, be there because they want to be there. Um, and then having the added bonus of, of us that wanted them to be part of our program, um, really is a good, good fit and good mesh. But, uh, you know, for the most, most part is, do, do we have what we, do we have what, uh, they want as academically? And, and I think what attracts a lot of kids to our area is one is the location, but two, I think is that we actually can kind of basically almost like customize a, a degree for them, um, to get them in the path to where they want to go and walk out with a, with a career in mind and not have to go, Hmm, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like you said before, I said, I still don't know what I want to do. I'm still waiting for that phone call in June, you know, during my uh, draft party, but you know, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, um, live a whole bunch of that dream, you know? And I think a lot of it, like you say, they make that decision is I want to keep playing baseball as long as I possibly can, as I know someday it's going to end. And what am I going to do to fall back on, um, if, baseball's not there anymore and and i think that's for an 18 year old 19 year old to make that decision it's a tough decision to make because you know as you guys all very well know back at that age we're thinking hey we're going to be you know the big time the big show we're going to make tons of money and and uh, be the heroes for hitting the, you know the hitting the home run in the world series to win it you know so it's like those guys hold on to those what keeps those kids going but you know, first and foremost, we want kids that want to come here and want to have a good fit. And those four kids are good fits. And, um, you know, we, we worked on quite a few of your kids and, and I'm glad that they're all finding homes and, uh, places to go and play and having the opportunity because, uh, you guys are doing a great job with developing these kids and getting them into the right, uh, what I like is that you guys are, are sending them to the right programs. No, well, we, we appreciate it. It's, we have this conversation often is you know we don't want kids we're not just trying to put kids in uniforms you know we're trying to make their make sure there's a match along the way that uh you know who are they going to go play for and does their personality match up with the you know with the staff as well because uh you know some of these guys are going to go into places where there's some hardcore coaches and yeah. uh you need to be built to handle it i told you know dylan you know dylan's going to my son dylan going down to wilmington and um you know, Randy's a tough old school coach, man, and I love it about him. It, you know, Randy Hood, and uh, you know, I told Dylan, I said, you need to, you need to be prepared for, you know, this personality. He says, Dad, I am. I co- you coached me for so many years, so, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so I did a good job there. That's you know, one piece of it. So, but you're building a program now, not just because it, Brevard used to be a dumping ground for us, and I told you that when we first sat down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a place, you know, for like the um, the two tool guy to go to you know what i mean it's he may be able to throw strikes but he doesn't have the velocity or maybe he'll hit a little bit he can't run feel whatever but we would always you know it was always a place for them to go and try and continue to play baseball that 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 culture is changing up there and 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 victory's done that with your help and uh, obviously some other guys involved in the uh in the coaching end yeah 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 coach julian too you know he's our recruiting coordinator and, and the pitching coach and He's a hard-nosed Pittsburgh guy. I mean, he's got a T-shirt that says, you know, I'm built different. And he is. He's built different. And like you tell, he's the hard-nosed kid. He gets on those pitchers. He makes them work hard. And he's also the guy that drives them in the in the, in the the weight room. And, and uh, um, so the thing is, we all have the same mentality, the, the same 
drive uh, to be successful. And I, you know, and then the philosophy, we've all meshed very, very well. I know that they were a little leery of bringing in a guy who's had 18 years of head coach, coaching experience. How is he going to mesh in with two, you know, fresh, you know, yeah. bright eyed and bushy tailed young guys. And I mean, yeah, put it this way, I have no paperwork to do. I show up, coach their base, <laughs> coach the infielders, do the hitting, and I go home. Yeah. <laughs> you That's know? awesome. I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing all the tracking and, uh, the, you know, sending all the reports and stuff like that. You know, I'll let the young guys take care of that. Right, stuff. but you are you are coming with the knowledge. And yeah. uh, so yeah. they've been receptive to that, I, I believe, right? Yes, and it's, they, uh, they You know, they sit down and listen. You're involved in all the uh, the decisions. And, yep. um, you know, because we, we've seen – We've seen you recruiting our guys. We haven't seen the uh, the new guy, uh, Coach Julian. Um, you know, so it's uh, so I guess when you go back with information, it's 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 tabled yeah. and it's accepted. And yep. um, I know that Coach Julian caught uh, Rop pitching in the uh, tournament in Greenville, the uh, mm-hmm. Black Bear. Um, and then also he he watched uh, Blake a little bit too. So um, okay. that day, so. He was there because I know we were, of course, at that tournament, there's so many kids and so many games going on. It's we were all three of us were running around with our heads cut off trying to <laughs> trying to get out there and see those kids. And and uh, I know that he, you know, he, he was able to get out there and watch those guys briefly. I know he wasn't, I don't think he was there. I think he watched them play a little bit and then he took off for another game and watched those yeah. kids play and went some, you know. So it's like, yeah, we've been out and about, but yeah, it's. It's uh, it's nice to know that they're not just looking at me going, yeah, here's the old guy, the old goofy guy, didn't know anything, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, according to Coach Julian, I was I came over in the Mayflower, but you know, <laughs> um, and uh, and I was supposed to sign the Declaration of Independence, but apparently I I didn't make it. I, you, you, yeah, you slept in that day. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, you know, the so, chickens you know, didn't or the roosters didn't yeah, crow when the sun right, came up. Right, but you know, and you know, interesting. You, know, you talked, we talked about I. I I think walk-up songs are crazy, but, you know, let the kids be kids and have some fun. But Coach Julian goes, well, you don't like him because they couldn't play any of your song on the organ back then. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> so it's it's fun. I think the guys seeing us having that kind of fun between the different ages that we have in the coaching staff has really helped uh, to build a culture of of trust and, and acceptance and buy-in, you know, so – Right, you got you guys are there to, to chase. So, the kind of, explain to people how the Division Three works as far as getting to a national championship. Well, um, you know, you go through your conference, and then we have like a, a conference tournament. Um, um, I do believe that our, our tournament format this year now is the top six teams down to one conference. Now we used to have, have two divisions, but uh, some of the schools on our side uh, formed their own conference this year, and so we're we're coming over more to the east to the East coast now with games. So top six get in and then it's kind of like set up kind of like the, the division one where you have the, the region, you know, like your super regional or regional. And then, and then you get into the, to the world series, which, uh, which would be nice. I'll be going home because that's in Iowa. It's at, it's at, about uh, that? in Cedar yeah. Rapids, Iowa. So, I mean, a lot of my buddies are putting pressure on me because they want to take a weekend off, take a week off, come watch some ball games and you know, give me a hard time from the stands. So, um, but yeah, it'd be cool. It's going back to where Co College is in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and go back to see some of my buddies. And so hopefully we can get there and and you know play in the. Actually, one of my buddies is the uh, general manager for the Cedar Rapids Colonels, uh, Twins affiliate, which is where the, they host the, they host the tournament. So you know, it'd be nice to go back and see that and be a part of that. So where where are most of your recruits coming from right now? 
Um, we got quite a few kids, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, um, and in Florida, uh, quite a few. I know we got, we actually got one kid on our team from uh, Wisconsin that uh, a buddy of mine from one of my former uh, conference schools up there contacted me and came down. He transferred in at, at, at right, right before the fall and has done a pretty good job. And, and uh, But, yeah, most of our kids are North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and then uh, with, a, with a good handful or so from Florida. Yeah, man. So he, Steve, you know this, but uh, it's a small baseball world, right? The longer, the older we are, the smaller it gets. And yeah. um, so we're sitting down in Cary and we're having a conversation. And he, I bring up uh, an old teammate of mine, a roommate of mine from Minnesota, <laughs> Barry Wola. And he's good friends with Wola. And, uh, I know, I got, that was crazy, man. One of my favorite stories, but uh, yeah. Uh, of Barry, but um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's amazing how how this world keeps shrinking on us. The, the baseball world, yep. doesn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's like it's as big as the world of baseball is. It's one of the smallest, strongest connections. Once you meet somebody in baseball, and you're connected to them forever. And uh, you know, yeah, Barry is a great guy. I mean, he was an assistant coach for one really, really good friend of mine. And that's how I got to know Barry. And then, then Barry worked some basketball camps during my basketball days that uh, I was at. So it was always, so I saw him quite a bit. So yeah, no, yeah, it, it is a small, it's a big world with, with yeah. great strong connections. Yeah. We try to emphasize that all the time that, you know, the, the greatest gift that this game gives us is people. You yep. know, when you go down, when you go back, it's not the wins and losses. It's not, you know, you got this trophy or this award or anything like that. It's just, you know, you go through your phone and, you know, that's why I do love Facebook for that reason, because, you know, I mean, I've connected the guys that I've never would have, you know, Jeff Robley, Jeff Fry, go, you know, uh, Chris Borges, guys that I played with when, you know, I was 20 years old and they were 30, you know, just, uh, I mean, I could go down a list, Will George that we've, uh, you know, we've, we've, we know, well, um, there's so many different guys along the way. It's just, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Um, how it how it networks us and that's the other thing you know and to me i mean i know it, it it somewhat starts in college i don't think it starts in showcase baseball much anymore you know these kids are all from different places and they show up on weekends and they play and there's different teams every year um there's probably some networking in high school but not as much as you would think as far as the high school team but when you get to college you know it, it, the friendship starts to start to glue yeah. together and um becomes your network it becomes your your connections in life and business uh, after you're done playing so it's it's pretty uh it's pretty amazing how that uh how that shakes out and we get to talk about that now because we're old and gray and we've seen right. it happen That's these right. guys have yeah. no idea when you start to no. know like this is what it's uh, going to be right and i mean we, some uh, of my best friends are guys i played baseball with in college <clears throat> yeah you know and uh, the cool thing was is that i've had some you know three or four of my former players i've i've coached their kids whether it be in baseball or, or women's basketball so it was that's pretty cool i mean it really shows me how old i'm getting but it, it's it's been really cool to have that confidence you know from them to me to to you know take their son or daughter and and uh, you know coach them for a year or two and, and have them be a part of my life that way too it just makes you even a stronger connection that way yeah. you know it's um there's numbers, there's numbers out there that you leave high school and you go into college baseball, it, it shrinks so fast. And I keep telling people, like, you got to understand that if you go play college baseball, you're one of the best in the country because you've elevated out of the high school landscape into college baseball. I don't care what division it's at. 
right? But you are you're in that you're in that elite group, and you can always say, you know, I played in college. It's 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 an amazing thing, mm-hmm. and then you know, and then obviously some guys get an opportunity, but that that pool even gets smaller. So you're amongst a group that. You know, you're sitting down at a restaurant or a bar or something like that, and you start to talk baseball. Oh, yeah, I played in high school, whatever. Oh, yeah, I played in college. Next thing you know, you know, you, you have a whole different dialogue going on because you played at a certain level. And the other thing about college baseball, to me, that's important is that you get a chance to chase national championships, regardless of where you're at. I talked to the way I spent a couple weekends ago at the, the Professional Baseball Representatives Golf Tournament uh, with Robbie Allen. That's the head coach down at Brunswick Community College. Robbie's been there forever. And, uh, you know, what he just started talking about was the group of guys that he had that went to chase a national championship at the community college level. It was amazing. Um, we've talked to Landon Powell about that. You know, we've um, uh, Bobby Picardo and Ross Natoli up at Catholic, you know, how these guys have been coaching forever, you know, and they're still chasing the same the same thing. Um, and that's a national championship. So I assume you guys are, are trying to track, you know, a national championship does it look like uh where you're gonna shake out in your conference pretty good and have a chance to move on to a regional you know i gotta be careful here but you know it's you know we feel really good about our squad i mean we're 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 building for that dog pile you know and and uh of course now we're venturing into you know a new era with a different conference with some of the schools that we haven't played or seen seen yet so you know you know on paper you know, in our minds, we have as good a shot as anybody. And uh, that, that's what we try to get instill in our kids is like, it doesn't matter where you're at, who you are, or, or, or who we're playing, there's always that chance. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you got to go out there and live it, live the moment, enjoy the moment, and, and take every advantage of that moment you have and, and give it your best shot, you know, because you never know when that shot's going to end. And so um, you just can't let anything, you know, don't get too overconfident, don't get too, uh, you know, satisfied, you know, always be hungry for more. And, and, and you know, the teams that win those national titles are the ones that are never satisfied. Even after they win the national title, they're ready to do another one, right. you know? So it's, 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 it's building the dog pile. It's building the dream, keeping the dream alive and, and, you know, getting players to, you know, believe that that's the dream that we have, not just to play college baseball. You know, we, like I said, we, we want guys want to play college baseball. We want them to play college baseball at a high level and 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 push us to that next limit and sometimes that's um a big detriment but you know um, as long as we keep plugging away and keep pushing and keep getting those kids to understand that it takes an elite performance every single day in practice in the classroom away from the field and it translates to the field that's when that world's that's when that national championship starts to occur. So well, you know, we're we're getting there. We're 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 gonna be solid, we're gonna be decent, we're gonna we're gonna battle every day, and I think we're gonna put ourselves in a great uh, position to really make some noise. And but you know, it comes down to playing between the lines. You know, we can say that and talk about it, but it comes down to playing between the lines and seeing what happens. So your experience with USA baseball, it's funny how that, that came about with us, but you know, we connect and we Asked you to be involved, and uh, but you were you were th- thrilled uh, to be on that field in that environment with that yeah. USA on your shirt, and I think you were telling like take pictures so you could send to your dad. Yep, was that uh, that was uh, that was pretty special. Remember, he's throwing. Yeah, he has a medal. 
Now and that yep, well, remember we right. say, like we were we were we were like having dinner. You weren't with us, or whatever. And like, hey, we think uh, Steve's brushing his teeth with his metal on right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I shower with it on. What are you talking about? You know, <laughs> yeah. we got we got babe decorated in some uh, some yeah, NTIS metal. So I see that. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. No, so, it, it's a thrill. I mean, I remember. You know, my dad tells this story that, you know, I'm, you know, nine or ten or whatever, and. You know, USA Baseball is, you know, baseball is baseball, you know. And, and uh, I remember he says, yep, you went outside and I wore a pair of white pajama bottoms and a pajama shirt. But I took the time to write USA and, and Mar- Magic Marker across the front with my number two because that was always my favorite number. And put my name on the back and had a pinstripe down the side, you know, and everything like that. And had a... One of my dad's old sea corn hats. I took and put a, a USA, you know, emblem across the front, taped it on there, and went out and played baseball all day in the yard, trying to. I was a member of the USA baseball team, and when I walked through those arches that day, you know, I'd been there with with Brevard baseball team. It was a little different atmosphere, but when I walked through that day, knowing that I was going to be part of USA baseball, it was a different feeling, and it was like you know, I come full circle. I, I finally reached my dream. So those pictures are sending to my dad. Um, meant a lot to him as well, uh, but uh, to me, I just said, uh, "Hey, Dad, I made it." You know, isn't, isn't and, that awesome? Uh, I mean, that's yeah, that, pretty I mean, cool. That's that's mm-hmm. that's uh, you know that that connection with how the game. You know, I, you, I'm sure there's different levels of connection with father and son, but that one yeah. was so so prevalent, you know. And it's uh, and and for you to do that and turn around and say, "Look, look at this, Dad." It's it's yep. you know, from uh, from writing it in a magic marker on your. Yeah. on your pajamas to uh like having the having that across your chest and being there at the national yeah. training complex and uh yep. and winning a medal right yeah i mean first year i mean we, yeah, i won a medal first year I mean, yeah. last year man we fell a little short but god i had a blast yeah a blast. so Great it's an year. amazing experience and it, it is it is an, a, a good experience for us in the dugout as much as it is for the kids we try to make sure oh, that yeah. it stays special that way but yeah. you know it's it's not a pay-to-play environment it is you know you earn your spot all the way there and the same thing with with the guys that are coaching there you know we vet the guys that we bring in there to coach to make sure that you know these kids are going to get gain knowledge um you know the personalities are good in the dugout that they understand that this is uh an experience as much as an opportunity and maybe it's even more of an experience than it is an opportunity because you know the numbers to to make a national team it's it's difficult, mm-hmm. you know. It's yeah. difficult, but it does put you it, do, it does put you in an environment as a player to stack yourself up against other people across the country that are, yeah. uh, you know, chasing the same dream. Yep. And it's um it it is it's 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 amazing. I mean uh, I mean Andrew Andrew doesn't have anything else other than USA. No. Baseball. <laughs> no. Yeah, we have to dress him up once a year at a home play gala. And yeah. uh, <laughs> that sexy that night. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he yeah. did. So. Um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's it's an amazing experience. It's it's an amazing time, yeah. and you know, w- you know, we're working on it twelve months out of the year. In August comes and goes pretty fast, even though like we're in, we're like, oh, we got two more weeks left. Oh, we got one more week left, and and now we're rebuilding next year. Like I'm looking forward to being yeah. back in carry next year. Yeah, um, for, yeah. The, for those three weeks, and it's amazing right. how many kids we've seen. I mean, we've. Kids that are committing, kids that are in the big leagues. I mean, we, you know, the the draft goes on, and these are kids that have been in our dugout. Um, you know, we've been at it for ten years doing that, and it's 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 amazing. It's amazing yeah. to watch the uh, the growth and to follow these kids. You know, I ran into States Far the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah, up at Wake Forest. Oh. I'm in the dugout. He's playing with um, 
CBA? Yeah, who? I don't yeah. even know that. The Charlotte Baseball Academy, but they're not even out of Charlotte. Right. I, I don't even, that didn't make sense. I'm like, States, what uniform is this? Yeah. You know, and he's he's explaining to me. But I'm in the dugout then at Wake Forest because um, uh, one of our guys is is in a, is going there. And um, there I run into States Far that was with us this year at the NTIS. And, uh, two years now. Two years. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, we run into people like that all the time where you see guys committing, uh, guys getting drafted. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's I don't know it's just it's 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 very cool. That's yeah. all I, I can't I can't even say what it is. It's just it's cool to watch these kids evolve and yeah. and move through the system. And the guys that don't go that far, Steve, the experience is something that they don't forget. Yeah. You know, they had the opportunity to put that uniform on and uh, and compete in those environments. And now they're looking at these guys the same way we are. That have either signed or been drafted or going into the big leagues. That uh, yeah, I played with that guy. I was on that team. Yep. So pretty special. Well, I mean, that was pretty cool. I, you know, I got to meet, you know, Todd Fraser's uh, dad and uh, brother, you know, I had great conversations with them. They were just sitting outside the hotel. I'm walking by and we just started having a conversation end up, uh, you know, and I hit now uh, his brother and I talk once in a while, just, yeah. you know, just through text messaging, just made a great connection. And, and uh, you know, that's, I think that's what it's about too, is that I got a great, really nice, nice uh, email from one of the kids on our team and uh, a couple emails from them just you know, thanking, thanking us for putting the time and effort in and helping them become a better player and stuff like whatever. I mean, you just don't you just don't get that as much as, as you would think, you know, and, and uh, um, that meant a lot. Just that, you know, I'm, there, I'm with those kids for basically, what, four or five days and yep. they take the time to, uh, um, you know, email you and, and ask how you're doing. You know, versus just hey, you know, this is me. Who am I? What can I do? For, you know, it's yeah. what can I, you know, what can I do to get better? What did you see? What did you like? What did you dislike? Stuff like that. I mean, it's it's open dialogue. Was pretty cool. You know, so it's a role of a coach. It's a role of uh, a mentor. I mean, it's, you're impacting lives in four days. You know yep. that. I mean, it's yep. an, it, again, that's that comes. You know, years and years that you're you're involved in the game, and you get to look back and you go, holy cow. You know, it's. Um, it, it's pretty cool that should that we have the opportunity to do that, right? You know, we have we get the chance to do that with you, deserve a chance foundation. We get to do that out here with Not Whole, and uh, you know, it's special. So, they, you know, they, there are people that um, that look to take from the game, and then there's people that look back on the game and go, Look what it's given me, what can I give mm-hmm. back? Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's it, it. That's a battle that we go through all the time. You know, we're fighting the egos, we're fighting the uh, the people that are looking for the identity in the game and not understand that. You know, you're nothing. You're just something that uh, the game gifted you the chance to play and go on and be around these people. And now, you know, what can you throw back and 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 find the same opportunities and experiences that you had for others? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think back to what baseball has provided for me and, and I, you know, and I tried to do that for my own son when he was growing up and, and his teammates and stuff like that, being able to be on the ball dime as much as possible. I mean, our world, our culture is so much different now that I used to ride my bike in five miles a day to go and play ball all day long and then call dad, tell me to come pick me up because it'll be too dark to ride my bike home, you know? And, uh, um, but they knew where I was at. They knew what I was doing. And, you know, as this, you know, Kevin to convince my son, just go down to the park, tell the guys you're going to be there, ride your bike down and play ball. Yeah. And they started doing that and stuff like that, whatever. But, you know, trying to provide that now for even like the high school kids I've coached, 
college kids, you know, it, it's a great game. Just go out there and have fun. Yeah, it, it's it's about you during the games and during practices. We're going to help develop and work with you. But when it's time to play, let the hands fly, let the gloves pick, let the arms let the arms hang loose, and just have some fun, man. Live, live and love and enjoy everything you got doing the dugout. Yeah, hopefully, you know, once they get to that level and they break through the, to the college and they're playing, that they are enjoying it because the, the yeah. stresses of these kids trying to get signed and the mm-hmm. parents, the pressure the parents put them on. And, you know, and I got to wear this uniform or go to this tournament or be here or there. It's just, it's, it's ungodly. We see it all the time and we, 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 we deal with it regularly, just, you know, moving these guys through. And I don't remember that pressure. You know, no. I mean, it was, you're uh-huh. talking about we used to get on the bike and go play on our own and, you know, you figured things out on your own. Now yeah. it's lessons. Now made it's, up your own you know, rules. You know. You know. You've got enough guys yeah, to play we, the outfield. You make up your you own know. rules. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, man, you don't have enough guys. If you hit it to left field, you're out. That's you right. learn how to go the other way. That's you know? right. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you figured a lot of things out on your own. Where that's not the that's not the culture anymore. The culture is go get a lesson. Let somebody else figure it out for you. Yeah, I remember you know, my son saying like, go to out me. And, and I think that's probably the best gift that somebody could. Uh, a parent could give their kids is build an environment, whether it's a batting tee, a little cage in the house, or a wall that they can throw a ball off of, where you can get, where they go figure it out on your own yeah. with nobody around. Go figure the, out how this thing works. And one uh, of the saddest days you know, I felt was when my son looked at me when I said, "You know, it's get the guys got to go play." Well, who's gonna who's gonna organize us? Who's gonna who's gonna watch us? And I said, yeah. "Nobody, nobody, Just go play, Just go play." Yeah. He was nobody. like, "Really." Yeah, go play. <laughs> you're gonna be. You're gonna have a blast, man. Sun's shining. Yeah. It's a great day. Go play. And then you know what? Those kids had a blast. And yeah, they say bad players get good doing things when nobody's watching, and good players get great doing things when nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's it's the motivation that's getting out there and finding a way to entertain yourself. That's yeah. another. That's another piece. I mean, these kids can't entertain themselves. You know, they need something to stimulate them and different than other than just going yeah. throwing, you know, 500 balls off a wall and, you know, yeah. trying to catch every single one and, right. you know, working on your hands and your eyes. That's why the Mongero thing is, is phenomenal. You know, you know, Trent, you know, Trent. I, know, I don't know him, but I know of him. I have oh, never gosh. met him. But, but we yeah. got him coming for the second time to, yeah. to camp here. We're, we're almost full. I don't yeah. know if we had more registrations again last night. Couple but, more. Yeah, almost full. Um, so we're close to being full with him. But, you know, that's a scenario where, you know, he, gives these kids drills that they can take up on their own and they don't have to, you know, they don't need somebody else to, uh, to do it. I mean, I right. get many balls I threw off a wall. Oh yeah. I mean, and that was a lot of fun. I mean, it was, I looked forward to it, you know, go down in the basement. I mean, this would be a great wall right here. Yeah. You know, to, uh, oh, yeah. To, now you just run into walls. Now. Yeah. Now I bump, yeah. now I bump into walls. <laughs> that's, 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 that's that eyesight shape. <laughs> no, it's, it's a stroke. And it, it's funny because I talk to my wife. I'm like, you know, you know, a stroke means you just like a, a small part of your brain died. Oh, no, your whole brain died. You have, <laughs> your whole brain's dead. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's her, like, I think my wife uh, can probably relate to that. <laughs> so she's, she's, well, in, she's in there looking at me like, what are you talking about? Because she can't hear you guys. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, Steve, listen, man, we appreciate you coming on. We, you know, last minute jumping on with us and, yeah. uh, we wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. We look forward to seeing more of you. We are, we're appreciative of the attention that you give to our organization and all the other kids that are out here in the Carolinas and where you're recruiting. Um, it'll be fun to watch that, that program develop into, uh, into something different than it's what it's been, um, for years. And, yeah. uh, it's exciting. And uh, yeah. now hopefully, uh, 
You guys get a little bit. You tap into Eddie Buskey and you get him to work on that field yeah, a little bit. There up you there. go. There you go. Yeah, yeah Kim and I've already uh, talked. <laughs> ah, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Well, he's Eddie. Yeah. Eddie's in a deer stand somewhere in Georgia right now. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. So we we spoke this morning, but yeah. uh, well, good luck with everything. We'll talk soon and uh, yeah. have a great Thanksgiving. Tell your <laughs> wife thanks for letting uh, you hang out with a bunch of idiots. Uh, yeah. No uh, problem. Yeah, she understands the idiot, the idiot factor. We're we're all pretty much idiots, so we're nice idiot guys. Uh, yeah. So. yeah, we're, we're yeah, nice we're good guy, idiots. Yeah, that's right. You're a nice guy. All right. Uh, I just want to I want to shout out to Donald Bennett too, man. That's great. Uh, you know the, yeah. that news you sent me, you sent that that shared that uh, information, and you know I met Donald, you know, my first year at USA, and and yeah. talked with a few of his kids, and and uh, it's just great to see as a father of a cancer survivor myself, and yeah. and uh, seeing him come up with no cancer signs whatsoever. That's awesome. That's a great Thanksgiving for him. So I'm wishing him and his family a wonderful Thanksgiving and everybody out there in baseball land and, and you guys as well, you know, and, and, uh, I uh, hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for having All me right. on. All right. Steve. Well. Thanks, Thanks man. We'll see you later. Take care. You bet. How about that? That was a good call this morning. Yeah. Your, your trace. Yeah. Listen, Ray Ray said he couldn't make it on. I'm like, Ray knows Steve Hucky and let's made do the call, it. man. And here he, he jumped on right before right before Thanksgiving. So yeah, it's uh Division Three is 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 college baseball, man. Mm-hmm. Do not negate Division Three. No. It's 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 a great experience. Um you're playing, yeah. you know, you're traveling, you're, you know, you're living the life of a college player and mm-hmm. you have a chance to ch- chase a national championship and you're building a network of guys that are going to be around you for the rest of your life one yep. way or another. So, so what do we got going on? What else is coming up now? We got, we got the Mongero coming up. We got Trent Mongero, Mongero coming up camp in coming December. Up. We got um, hitting camp, catcher camp in January. Right, we so have... Hitting camp is Chris Vasami who, you know, I don't, you know, two things. I, I I never took my hands off of Dylan for years as a coach, right? Mm-hmm. I just didn't trust anybody. He's been with Mongero twice. He goes and hits with Asami. Um, you know, so the guys that, that we're bringing in are guys that we know either through USA Baseball or through, you know, high level of instruction that we've mm-hmm. kind of vetted ourselves and said, you know, let's do that. Um, again, we bring, we're bringing it in through, through our, through, um, USA Baseball NTIS to Southeast. So it's, mm-hmm. a, you know, it's a camp through that. Um, and then Chris Reyes for yep. the catching camp, Catch which, is another, which is another uh, sectional guy for us up mm-hmm. in New York yep. that runs down. all over New York City and does the other uh, catching clinics. So, um, you know, it's, it's high-level information. It's great stuff. And, you yep. know, trying, trying to bring in the best instructors that we can possibly bring in for everybody in the area. This isn't just for kids in our organization. It's wide open, man. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we got the skills camp. That's our, but that's full. We have a wait list for that. Yeah. We have uh, pitcher catcher showcase. Yeah, January 29th. Yeah, where we'll have college coaches here, mm-hmm. and then we'll hopefully we'll be streaming that also mm-hmm. for other uh, for other guys. A good opportunity for kids to get in front of college coaches before their high school season yep. starts. Uh, catches as well. We got camps all over Northeast and Southeast. Yep. We got another skills camp here in March. So mm-hmm. not a lot, a lot going on. Yeah, we do, and then we got a lot of things that we're getting ready to pop here too yep. at, the, at the talk. We're uh, looks like we're heading down the academy path, mm-hmm. which is which is exciting for us. I mean, we have the facility that nobody else has, and opportunity to uh, you know to um, to be you know something different, you yep. know, especially in the Charlotte area. I mean, it, it is it is seems to be the way of the high school baseball landscape. 
you know, the kids that are more serious about it, mm-hmm. you know, are going to jump into these environments. So they are jumping into these environments. Uh, there's several of them. We got some good, got some in, good intel from a friend of ours that we wanted to have on today, but uh, his family got in town early and uh, in Tyler Corson that has next level baseball yeah, down. And we'll uh, try and get him in next week. Yeah, we'll do. Him. We'll, we'll talk about, uh, you know, the structure and how we started with the Academy of baseball and where it's at now. He's, he's actually branching out into football and basketball wow. with it as well. So it seems to be, the direction and we have the uh we have the facility and we have the uh the staff already in place and uh, we're gonna go do it man you rock you're gonna go go do it so <laughs> we're gonna bring springer in steve springer's coming in um when's that february to be determined to be determined yep i thought it was february 4th i haven't got any info yet well your you mother must have it. oh okay well you better you better get on your mother then let her know yeah step it up sue wilson oh Dan Kennedy just commented Academy Baseball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Dan Kennedy. There's another one that uh, we got to get him down here. And we keep uh, lobbying. Oh, Dano. Yep, Dan and Diane running a show so I can be fully retired and they can take over and run everything. Take his daily naps. That's right. At home. At home. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, so it's uh, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Yep, Have a happy great holiday. Uh, we got to go get a ladder out of the back, Andrew, and we – finish up the indoor and we are good man well you're good uh, uh are you you're gonna stay i still got some stuff to do okay remember good. you're you're I'm retired good. i am i'm heading home so everybody happy thanksgiving uh donald bennett man we love you we are so happy with that news um and uh we will be back a week from this coming friday yep all right everybody peace out <laughs>